Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to the uncomfortable truth. You know what's really uncomfortable, guys? What's that? Sean, do you know? Mm, there's a lot of things that are really uncomfortable yeah, to me. Yeah, I don't know either. I do know. Uh, what I was about to say was, when you wake up to record a podcast and you don't have any electricity. Ah. Yeah, that's, that's a <laughs> that happens. It, it does happen. Happened today, it does happen. It? Fortunately, it's back because we're in the same day. It's back. We are back and we are ready to go. Sean, you want to open something? Yes, prayer? sir, I will. Dear God, just thank you for this day. Thank you for these these men and, and just what they mean to me. God, just help us to speak truth into um our listeners' lives, and uh, just help them to to be better and sharpen them, Lord. Um, and uh, God, just thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Help us to have a great rest of the week, and um, help my daughter to win in the volleyball playoffs this weekend, Lord. And uh, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> amen. All right, we're going to deviate for a second here based on that prayer. Many, many years ago when I met my wife, she is uh, our, our hometown are the Bobcats, purple Bobcats. That's our color and our name. And we were sitting at dinner with her family one night. I'm imagining in my head that this is how this went. And she prayed a prayer like that. And I was, I might have stopped her mid prayer. Like, do you think it's okay to pray for a win? <laughs> I mean, I'm asking you, Sean, do you think it's okay to pray for a win? 1000%. Yes. Why? Because I feel like that, um, one of the biggest reasons why, okay, and and I got I got proof, <laughs> is um, I feel like that whenever you whenever you win, you have a larger platform to glorify the Lord, and God knows that that volleyball team is going to glorify Him in the event of in the yeah. event of a win, and so I think anytime He receives glory from something, I feel like that He'll bless it. Okay, that's a pretty good explanation. My okay. wife said that that the Lord says that He'll uh, listen to the desires of our heart. She said that was the desire of my heart for Amen. the Bobcats to win. There you go. So what did you think about that answer? I, I, I said that, well, what if the other team is praying to win? <laughs> are they not as important as you are? Does he care for the desires of their hearts as well? Right. Does he just care? What Can I pray for the Cowboys to win? It's, I don't know. I mean, does that help me gain a bigger platform to tell people about Jesus if, if the Cowboys win? Maybe if you are a Cowboy. Maybe. Maybe yeah. if you are a Cowboy. Yeah. So um, I guess maybe when we're praying for that win, we expound on why we're praying for that win. I like your answer, Sean. It's got to be intentional yeah. about reaching more people That's for right. the Lord. That's One, good. 1,000%. That's good. Um, and um, so last thing I'm going to say here, and then we'll get rolling. Um we're already rolling. <laughs> rolling. Lexi, she posted a... Um, That's Sean's daughter. Yes. Uh, Lexi, my 18-year-old, my who is um, a very key player on this volleyball team, she made a post uh, the other day talking about how, first and foremost, she wants to give God all the glory, you know, for the um, semi... What was it? Semi-regional finals? Regional Volley semifinals? Regional semifinal game that they won uh, this past Tuesday. 
they play in the regional um, quali- or the regional qualifiers tournament, I guess, that starts tomorrow at five o'clock. And then if they win, then they go to the finals uh, on Saturday. Yeah, so they won. The, they won the quarterfinals on Tuesday and um, playing semifinals. They're, play, they're playing in the semifinals tomorrow. Yes. So a couple right. couple more games till state. Yep. Yes. And um, the most frustrating thing is we are we have the toughest region. Okay, like teams one, two, three, and four are in our region. So this is kind of like the state tournament this weekend. Yeah. If we win out, got a good chance. There's a the, solid chance of winning it all. I mean, just we're because, being tested early. Yeah, we're okay. we're beating the best teams uh, at, at regionals, and I believe we can. So it's exciting, yeah. and it's exciting. Uh, yeah, I do Go believe we give all the glory. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Amen. It's awesome that Lex is giving the glory. Uh, yeah, you know, at such a young age. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think that. I thought about giving God the glory uh, whenever I was 17 and 18 years old for my um, any, any success that I was having. So. Yeah, you, you know, we talk a lot about on this podcast about uh, being intentional with our time and, and being intentional with what we're doing in our lives and our businesses to reach people for Jesus, period. Right. And, Sean, you're right. Like, this is an opportunity for our kids to be intentional with what they're doing, what they're good at, to reach people for Jesus. For sure. And when a guy stands up after the Super Bowl and says, first of all, I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that's a big platform. That's right. And that may be a platform that one of your kids out there will have one day. That's exactly right. Heck yeah. And I, what, you know, uh, to me it's also a testimony to Sean and Catherine. Yeah. You know, um, the fact that, you know, Lexi and their kids know that that Sean and Catherine are giving the Lord all the glory for for the things that the good things that happen in their lives. Um, I feel like that's just a snowball down to our kids, and obviously, uh, she's she's seen that example in in her mom and dad. So. Yeah, it's good, pretty cool, pretty I, cool. Always, always know that they are always watching and listening. That's right. They're gonna. What do you, what's the saying? More caught than taught. Well, yeah, yeah. There's more caught than taught. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, right? Yeah. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. It just depends <laughs> on what they're catching. Depends on where that apple tree grew. If it's on the side of a hill. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Are we talking about apple trees today? I don't know what we're talking about. You know what? We're not talking about apple trees today. Um, what are we talking about, Obi? We are talking about the strategy of Satan. Okay. The strategy of Satan. Um, you know, just to kind of kick it off, um, I'm going to read y'all a text that I sent Sean last night. Um, let me get it pulled up. Bad thing is that Sean and I text pretty regularly. So even though it was last night, it could be a few pages up here in my, in my, in my text column. But, um, nevertheless, last night, uh, I was just laying in bed. Sometimes I'll just throw my thoughts into a, a text message. Sean is my sounding board a lot. And um, I text him and I said, man, life is such a roller coaster. I said, it's just, I said, it's just seasons of ups and downs. I said, it's hard not to allow all of the what ifs and uncertainty to take root and steal our peace and joy. And then I said, it's like we're either spit firing pedal to the metal or we can't get our footing or it's like sometimes we drift into this apathetic mundanity almost like a forget it mindset you know just forget mm-hmm. about it you know yeah. and 
And, um, you know, it just got me thinking about the ups and downs that we have in life and why we have those ups and downs. And, um, you know, it was brought to my attention today that, at, um, you know, our ups and downs, especially the downs, um, you know, really take root because of Satan, because of the devil. You know, like he's he's got a strategy. And, you know, I was listening to a Tony Evans sermon. Uh, he's been, you know, one I, I, I go, um, I subscribe to several different YouTube channels. He's one of them. And I'll pull up YouTube, you know, if I've don't, not got a lot going on and try to get some encouragement. Uh, you know, I try to watch watch people that give me encouragement. And uh, he's definitely one of those people that make you think. He's just got a really great way of making um, a sermon come to life, you know, and feel feel like it. He just is so relatable uh, is, is kind of the best way that I would put it. But it, what he was talking about was the devil's strategy. He was talking about Satan's strategy. And, and, and he was just, you know, he, he kind of asked his congregation the question. He said, you know, if – you know, you were sitting there and you wake up one day and, uh, you know, you're, you're on this path and somebody told you, you know, you got to take this journey and you don't have any choice. You have to take it. There's no other option. And, you know, along this journey, um, it's going to be really hard. You know, you're going to have, uh, you know, mines that you can't see that if you step on them, they're going to blow up. You're going to have quicksand that you fall into that you can't see it's covered up, uh, you know, around every corner, there could potentially be something that could harm you in a bad way, you know? And, and he was like, and he was like, this, this is your life. You know, he was like, this, this is with the day you're born, you start this journey. And, you know, that's the fact of the matter. He was like, what if somebody handed you a map on that first day that showed you behind every corner what was going to happen? And he said, and it, and it showed you where every, you know, piece of quicksand was and where every mine was. And he was like, what would you do with that map? He was like, would you look at it once a week? He was like, would you um, stick it in your pocket and just pull it out? you know, from time to time, he was like, that's what we do. You know, as humans, we, we, we don't understand, first of all, that we have a map. And second of all, we just don't know what to do with it. We all use it in different ways. He was like, uh, you know, this map is God in the Bible. And he was like, but Satan has a strategy to keep that map from us. And he was just talking about how, um, you know, Satan, um, he, he, he talked about how, you know, lately it's football season, you know, and every guy he runs into, he, he said, I'm talking to him about football. We can't talk about that. I know. <laughs> I know. And, uh, Stop and, it. Exactly. And he's like, he's like, you know, one thing when I think about football, he said, I think about what the other team does before they get ready to go and play a team. He said they watch film on them. He's like, they prepare to go and play that team. And, you know, he, he said, Satan has got film on you. He's like, he knows everything about you. 
and he's got a tailor-made strategy just specifically for you on how he's going to do you in. And basically, if, if we understand what Satan's strategy is, then we're better equipped to fight back. And so he's going, because he knows us inside and out, he knows everything about us, he's going to use something um, in order to create something bad in our lives. He's going he's gonna to use something that's good to us that we like, something, something that we really seek in a good way to create something bad. He's, he's, he's crafty. He's a snake. You know, he, uh, he, he is the master of deception and he's going to use that deception because he knows us so well, uh, you know, in order to, in order to make us sin, you know, in order to pull us away from God, he kind of, he related it to, to the credit card companies. He was like, when's the last time you got something in the mail from a credit card company that said, Oh, you qualify for a rate or not a rate increase. You qualify for a uh, what is it? A balance like a credit line increase. Yeah, we're going to give you an extra five thousand dollars, and now you're going to be a platinum member. Okay, all yeah. right, let's go. I'm yeah, important. I'm platinum now. I'm platinum now. You know, and he's like, those credit card companies are building you up. They're making you feel good about what what you got going on just so they can deceive you on the back end. He's like, there's a lot of folks that get that and they've never been gone through that experience and they 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 don't know that they're getting built up to be taken down. He said, but I know. He's like, I know that I ain't platinum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be platinum. You know, that's that's what he was saying. And you know those are just ways that he's he's so relatable. He's got a lot of lot of great, great uh, you know one liners that that really come come into his sermons that are just really f- it makes his sermon really fun to to stay with and watch. But um, you know one thing that he says is he says that the devil cannot make us sin, and I thought that that was interesting and. You know, just with, you know, that text that I sent Sean last night, thinking about the roller coasters of life and thinking about, you know, and then listening to this sermon and thinking about, you know what, you know, he's he's designing this behind the scenes. He's, he's trying to pull me down. Um, but the devil can't force you to sin. And in Colossians 2, it, it's, it says in Colossians 2 that the death of Christ defeated him. So he could not force us to sin. And and so we have to understand that it's our decision. Even though it may be influenced by the devil, and he plants these thoughts into our minds, it's still our decision whenever it comes to that sin. We, we still choose it because God gave us free will. And so... One thing that he says is when we play with sin, sin winds up playing back. You know, and when you think about that and you break that down, you know, when I play with sin, it winds up playing back. And I'm telling you, we don't want sin to play back <laughs> because it can take root and take hold, and and it is very difficult to get it to get back to a point where 
you're in alignment with the Lord and you're turning from that sin. And so, you know, what I wanted to talk about was I wanted to, I wanted to talk about uh, the recognition that we need to be giving to why we're falling into these valleys that we fall into in life of, um, of whether it be sin or mental uh, anguish or what it, whatever it is, you know, whatever we're struggling with, whatever m- puts us in that apathetic state or that mundane state that I was talking to Sean about in that text, I feel like that we need to recognize those moments as the devil's attacks. And we've got to understand that when we understand what his strategy is and how he's going to come at us because he knows us, that we are more more equipped to fight back. And I just wanted to kind of get y'all's thoughts on that. And, um, you know, I feel like that we work through the struggles of our life together. That's that's what we are. Um, we are we are Christian brothers in Christ, you know, and and uh, whenever whenever those things we, we check each other, you know, and so uh, wanted to just bounce bounce some of those things off you guys, see what y'all thought about it. I think uh, you're talking about that in the way the way the devil attacks us, and he's got a game plan. You know, if we're going to go into war with somebody, if we're somebody declares war on us, and it's it's fight or flight, or you know, life or death, you you better know your enemy. And I think that's what what Tony was talking about in that sermon is that if we don't know our enemy, we can't fight back. And, and knowing our enemy, first thing, it also helps put things into perspective. When you go through trials in your life, when maybe uh, something doesn't go our way or, or people are attacking us or, you know, anything can happen, right? Bad things can happen to good people. That's sins in the world. But if we have a good understanding of why those things are happening and who it really is, who is attacking us, it takes, it takes the power out of the situation because you can identify that there is no power in the situation or that person that's attacking me. It's not really them. It's not really that situation. It's really the devil working through that situation or working through that other person to attack us. And fading, it, it, you know, we talk about, you know, the devil's plan against us, his game plan. It's not, the devil's game plan is not, I don't have him today, but I'll have him tomorrow. It's a slow fade. I thought of that song by Casting Crowns. It's a slow fade. When you give yourself away, it's a slow it fade. Pretty good, dude. Hey, it's a little snippets <laughs> there. You got to pay for. You got to pay for any more. <laughs> but it's not. It's not today, and, and then tomorrow something changes. I understand that 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 hap- that may happen sometimes. But the way that the devil gets us is by playing with sin. When we play with sin, it plays back, just like Tony said. If we play with that, if we play that game, I can do this one time. You know, nobody's going to find out. It's not going to hurt. Well, it's just chipping away at your soul. It's chipping away at the relationship that you have with Jesus Christ. And eventually you will wake up and say, hopefully, how did I get here? Right. What do I need to do to get back to the Lord? And I think we've all had those oh crap moments in our lives where we're so far away from our fellowship with the Lord that it's we feel like our soul might die if we don't go back towards him and, and get back in fellowship with him. 
You know, it's a scary thought to think that the devil, uh, that Satan has a tailor-made strategy for each of us, you mm-hmm. know, and that he he truly does know and understand uh, what our weaknesses are. And, um, you know, whenever you think about, like, everything from sins of the flesh, uh, you know, uh, compulsive gamblers, you ha- you think about all these different things that people struggle with in their lives and... Um, and the, and then you think, um, wow, you know, can can Satan send his demons in to maybe another human body and have somebody possessed who turns around and entices you in this moment to 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 make you sin? And I believe the answer is yes, but that at the same time, not to make you sin, but to tempt you to sin, and um, and the thought that he knows your every weakness and. It's uh it's a little disturbing. You know, it just makes you think it just makes you think how how, how important yeah. it is to basically keep yourself out of those environments, to surround yourself by godly men and women who are going to um you know, steer you and down the right path and and to help support and encourage and love you during those difficult times. And then um just how important it is to stay plugged into to his word and to remain in prayer, you know, throughout the day and throughout the week and throughout the month and to really just not not run astray because you're right, Obi, it is such a it is such a roller coaster and um, you know, but nine times out of ten, in my opinion, I think that roller coaster is allowing sin to creep into our lives, you know, and I think like worrying, you know, the sin of worrying. I mean and and, you know, I, I believe that worrying is a sin. A lot of people, they're not willing to give that worry to the Lord, you know, or, or to, um, I, I don't know. It's just, um, there, there's just so many, I, I guess, different facets of it, you know, uh, but it's a scary, it's a scary thought for me, you know, you know, just to think that, uh, there's a tailor-made strategy to to make me fail or to, to fall, to right? bring you down, to bring me down. Yeah. I mean, uh, to just to, for me yeah. or just specifically for you. It it it, it is. It's so, it's a scary thought, but it's like Tony talks about in the beginning of this sermon. We we have the map. We have we have the map that shows all the traps. Yeah, you have the map that. That, that we win. Exactly. You know, we win. Exactly. You know, like he says in, in, in Colossians 2, the death of Christ defeated Satan. So he's already been defeated, which means that he hasn't already won the battle against us. Mm-hmm. Even though he's a formidable enemy, he's he's got a tailor-made strategy. He knows everything that we personally, individually struggle with, and he's going to use that ammunition and that film that he has on us in his game plan when he comes at us and he's going to come at us every day. Yeah. And sure. that's and that's what this journey of life is. It's 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 our walk, you know, through the through the trenches, you know. Sure. And and so again, the battle's been won, you know, and so it's like how but how do we continue for, to focus on that? For Satan, he kn- I mean he knows that sin is the only thing that separates us from the love of God. You know, so right. he is going to do everything he can to drive that wedge in between us and God. And yeah. uh, 
It exactly. starts. It starts with uh, his tailor made strategy for you. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're exactly right. You yeah. think? I mean, it, it sounds like it would help for us to know our own weaknesses, so that we Without know where where the devil's going to attack us, and then surround ourselves with good people and good habits, and and you know, you know, obviously make sure that we're in the Word and we're connected with the yeah. Lord. But there are there are very practical things that you can do to to avoid your sin. And I say yeah. your sin because I think I think most people are are prone to like one or two or three specific sins. Yeah. Uh, I think we're just naturally drawn as humans, as sinful people, to certain things that get us off track. And the devil, he knows that. He knows what those are. He uh, knows. For sure. He knows. And if you don't know and you don't know how you get to that sin, well, then I would encourage you to figure that out. Sure. Because he knows. I have a friend that uh, struggles. Well, I know a lot of guys that struggle with sins of the flesh. Yeah. You know, but I have a friend specifically. He and I were talking about this one time. Devout Christian in a in a major way. And um, anyway, um, I I was talking to him one time about uh you know hey uh, we had invited him over for hamburgers to go swimming or something I don't know what it was and he's like man I just you know we can't do that and you know and it, they've always declined and um anyway finally one time i kind of put him in a corner and i was like why don't y'all ever come and you don't like me you don't want to hang out with me he's like you know and he was bona fide honest you know like any time that you know uh there's girls around in bikinis he was like i can't i can't be in those situations yeah and uh he was like period i can't do it yeah he's like i and um and he's like and if i'm ever in that situation or i come home and you know, uh, my wife is hanging out with a couple of her friends, and they're they're hanging out by the pool. He said, "I don't go out there." He was like, "I I I will not." He was like, "I you know I just I don't even want my eyes to even I want eyes only for my for my wife." And he and he just one thousand percent takes himself out of the environment yeah. altogether and uh, is unwilling to to falter from it. You know, and to me that's pretty awesome. You know, I yeah. mean. I mean, it, him knowing that he struggles with it on that level, and uh, you know, well, it, it, I mean, we all struggle with something on that level, sure. Mm-hmm. And so, it's like he's he's choosing to. It's almost like he's he's choosing to uh, fight his battle, and he's got some film too. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like he's got he's got some. He knows the devil's got some film on him. And so he's going to use knowing that to to his strategy yeah. in combating that in, in combating that that war mm-hmm. that that war that, mm-hmm. that the devil's waged on us. And so, I mean, props to him. But hey, let's learn from that example. Sure, you know, I mean, that's I mean, that's awesome. You know, I mean, he we've got we've got to recognize exactly what it is that we know is gonna is gonna make us go wayward. And we've got to put measures in place, like Shane said, practical measures that are going to be able to allow us to combat that. Sure. I think another thing is, is, is as Christians, like we, and myself included, I'm not ex- excluding myself from this, We a lot of times we walk around just defeated. Yeah. Like, like we ain't got nothing to live for, or like the battle has not already been won. Mm-hmm. And, and negativity and, and pessimism take over our day because it's it's in our face all the time. It's hard not it's hard not to be negative in a negative world. 
Okay, we have to we have to set ourselves apart yeah, as Christians. Guard, guard our, you know, well, guard neg- our yeah, negative news. Yeah, it's all Anonized, over. It's everywhere. Negative news. You know, that's what sells. Yeah, and uh, it's sad. It's really sad. Um, but it's just part of the broken world we live in. It is, and we have an opportunity because it's everywhere around us. We have an opportunity to walk around in victory and be different. That's right. And and we miss that opportunity. I do a lot because number one, I got my head down and maybe I'm not walking in victory or, or being defeated and just not paying attention. Well, it's like I said in that, in that text, we're either we're walking in victory. Yeah. You know, just to paraphrase it, we're walking in victory. We're walking in defeat or we're, or we're apathetic. apathetic yeah. I in, think probably we, I may tend to be in that apathetic. It's, it's like more than the other two. You're, you're kind of, Neither here nor there, you know. I mean, yeah. you haven't you haven't chosen victory, but you you haven't chosen defeat. I don't know. That might be like the most dangerous spot yeah. to be, though. You know, it's, it, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And if we're not uh, if we're not living in that victory, it's a day, it's a minute by minute battle. But if we're not living in that victory, minute by minute, we we're gonna miss we're gonna miss it. We're gonna miss our kids' victories. We're gonna miss our our spouses' victories. We're gonna miss our friends' victories. We're gonna miss everything. Yeah, you're exactly right, Shane. Walk with it's, your head up, not looking down at your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's just we could talk about this kind of stuff and just go to a next topic and a next topic and yeah. piggyback forever. And that's why mm-hmm. we're doing this, you yeah. know, because we need that reminder. Um, you know, on a daily basis. You know, we're we're almost seventy episodes into this, and we're still on the roller coaster of life that knocks us in the face. And at the end of these episodes, and almost every one of them, it's like, look, get your right, 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 get your life right with the Lord. You know, get into alignment with God. Uh, you know, seek Him daily. It's a daily grind. Yeah. It's a daily grind, and and you know, the answer generally floats back to that. Yeah. You know, and and you know, but I, I feel like that again coming up with practical ways is something that we can do that encourage, that'll encourage other people. And, um, you know, I, I mean, it's just, it's just a roller coaster, guys, you know? Amen. No doubt. Good stuff, Obi. That was the strategy of Satan. One little practical thing that you can do to turn the negativity into positivity. When you sit down at dinner at night with your family, please do that. If you don't already ask your kids or your wife or your husband, what's the best thing that happened to you today? When we start to dwell on positive things that happen, it does a crazy thing. It will actually make you feel more positive. Yeah, amen. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Hit that like, share, subscribe. If you are getting any value out of this podcast, we just want to reach more people for Jesus. We would appreciate it if you would help us do that. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one. Mm